think when I see that intro, I need a haircut. That's what I think. I really do. This is getting to be, you know, poorly groomed, straggly, as my mom would say. It's been about four months, no joke. I have my friend coming down to Florida soon and he's a hairstylist. He's going to cut my hair so I don't have any craziness going on. Oh, that just flashed a funny color of green. Hopefully y'all didn't see that. Anyway, welcome everyone to a brand new episode of JB Live. She has a body count of 136. 136, but insist she's a traditional woman. That's the title of today's show. So y'all told me to go and watch this whatever podcast episode. It's episode number 65, where you had that redhead. She's got that like weird red wig on and her boyfriend, who will from now on be referred to as King Simp by me, comes on the show and you were like, go watch it, Jed, go watch it. Well, I watched it. And it was all that you told me it would be and more. I have to say I was, you know, had my little snack of granola and I really enjoyed myself. So I decided that I was going to do a breakdown of that show and the crazy, let's call it a train wreck, shall we, that ensued. We also have uh, a wild TikTok that I stuck in here because we need to do that. And I don't know if you saw the uh, biological male that dominated the women's cycling race. Yeah, we're going to get to that, too. And I can't wait for you to see the visual of this man standing in between two women and what ensued. So we're going to get to that as well. All of that and more coming your way. Remember, if you're in the chat, Super Chats will be read. Deli's going to send those over to me. Before we start, I want to bring you my, this is my, everyone says, Jed, you're so healthy. You're always into health. That's true. I have my little matcha here. I think that's how you say it. It's delicious, I might add. But this Right here, I don't know if you can see this really well. This is my superpower supplement. This one. If you said, Jed, you got to go to Desert Island tonight, you can only take one supplement. I would not even have to think about it. I carry this in my bag just in case I forget to take it in the morning. It's called Nativim. It is a powerhouse. You all know those IV bars that have gotten really popular where you go and you get these IV infusions. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. One of the things that people get there is NAD which is a molecule that every single person needs in order for your brain to function well, in order for you to have energy, for, for everything in your body to function properly, you need NAD. Oftentimes people are deficient in NAD, they don't even realize it. They go to these IV bars, they get infusion, and they're like, wow, that feels incredible, but that can be very expensive, very time consuming, and some people don't like needles. Let me just raise my hand on that one. So what this company decided to do, this comes out of the New York Center for Innovative Medicine, my favorite doctor, He's my physician. Dr. Thomas Schultz came up with this. He's brilliant. They made a medical grade form of NAD that you can take just two capsules a day. I'm telling you, it changed my world. If you have trouble with things like brain fog, concentration, memory, maybe you're not getting enough sleep, maybe you're feeling under the weather, maybe you had a mold exposure, maybe you had encountered something in your life, autoimmune issue, whatever it is, and you're struggling, you feel like your focus is not where it needs to be, this is going to fix your problem. Not only is NAD in this, but it contains, first of all, it contains the same high quality NAD you would find in those IVs. This company, by the way, rigorously tests their supplements. So you don't have to worry that you're getting any heavy metals or any nasty stuff, that you're just getting pure, amazing, wonderful, nutrient-dense stuff that your body will thank you for. It also contains a blend of nutrients and botanicals like cat's claw, Bacopa, CoQ10, and glycine to increase absorption and enhance its brain-boosting effects. So if you feel like you're a little struggling, you know, I'm telling you, give it a shot. I have a very special offer for you today. You can head on over to nativim.com backslash Jedediah. You're gonna, we're gonna link that in the description. Scroll down. You're gonna get 20% off your purchase. Prior, it was 20% off subscriptions. I spoke to them. I said, this, this is too good. Y'all have to, you have to get this in the hands of people. It's gonna change their lives. So we worked it out. 20% off your purchase. All you have to do is give it a try. Give it a try. I promise you, you will not. You are going to feel the difference in your body so quickly. And by the way, if you're ever struggling with any chronic health stuff, go check out the New York Center for Innovative Medicine as well. They did wonders for me. Interestingly enough, I have a very sensitive stomach. Let me just add that before we go on. And this does not bother my stomach. I'm telling you, this is a powerhouse for your brain. Nadvim.com. I love you all. You know I'm looking out for you. Can't have the matrix taken over. And by the way, if you're out there to make some money, 
and, you know, get a good girl, get a good guy, all that stuff. You need to be sharp, right? How do you think I do this show? Mind out of him. There you go. All right, I'm giving away my secrets now. I'm giving away too many secrets, Deli, and I got to stop. I got to stop. All right, let's get to whatever podcast. Let's start with number. Now, I'm going to go. I was originally just going to clip this and do like a few. To be honest with you, it was too good. It was really too good. So this is going to be a stop and go. I'm going to drive Deli crazy, which gives me a little extra joy, if I'm being honest. And we're going to go through a lot of this podcast because it's, it's just nuts. I was going to use a different word, but you know, I try to be nice. All right, let's go to number one. Six guys a night. You ever hear of a woman who sleeps with six guys a night? You're about to. Let's go. Sleep with six, six, six guys a night. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, would you slot them in like 7 p.m., 8 p.m., yeah. 9 p.m., 10 p.m.? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And then and I would even, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I would say, I would even like have like my backup guys to where it was like, if this guy didn't come tonight, then I have, then I would invite this guy. And then if he did come, if the first guy, guy did come, then I'd tell the other guy, oh, I'm busy. Like I can't, you know, make it or whatever. So that like, did you, that have, way. A, did you have a spreadsheet, like an Excel? <laughs> spread- kind of. Yeah. I mean, I had to write, eventually like I had to write people's names down cause it got like so insane. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what's the most amount of men you've hooked up with in a 24-hour period? Um, probably like... Cl- a little closer to Oh, me. sorry. Probably, I think six is like the most. Six yeah. is the most? Yeah. But was that pretty regular to have six? That wasn't the regular, no. Oh, that was just... Okay. Yeah, that was when I was like, okay. I, I was Can we like, stop really here good. before everybody loses their lunch. I'm sitting here like, like I, it's my stomach is, is is coming up. Honestly, here, look, nasty. All right, that's what I was gonna do a couple, but you know what? You gotta hear it live. Nasty, 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 nasty. Six guys in one night. First of all, that sounds like it might hurt. I'm just saying that's like a lot going on. Secondly, ooh, I'm curious about the hygiene component of this as well. Brian, you got to ask more questions. I need more answers. Like, for example, do you shower in between? Is there a period of time where you, like, I mean, think about how disgusting this all is. By the way, later you're going to find out from that girl, she says that she doesn't use protection in the process. She was not using protection. So can you just imagine that you're a guy rolling in there? Let's say, by the way, that you're a guy who's rolling in there, cheating on a girl. Let's say you got a good girl at home. You're doing something naughty that you shouldn't be doing. You roll in there. Literally. And there's that all that going on. And there's four, four or five guys before you. No protection. Be, this is nasty stuff. Come on. Now, my, and she admits to being a sex addict, mind you. So this is an extreme position. But I'm highlighting it because see how she's talking about it. <laughs> oh, do you have a spreadsheet? <laughs> you know, this is, this is serious damage. Serious, serious damage. Let me ask you a question. Let's say this girl recovers from all of this. And enters a new stage of life. Let's say at 35 you meet her and she's a completely different person, living a very different life. How does somebody, how does a man unsee all this? How do you, first of all, it's on video, right? So you, these women, I don't know. I, I don't know how they go on these shows and say these things knowing full well there's going to be record of it now. How do you unlive this reality? And how does a man ever look you in the eye and take you seriously knowing full well that at one point, you are making decisions to sleep with six guys in one night, nasty, no protection, admitting it, laughing, he, 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 like it's a big job. I mean, I, I don't, these women are not going to come back from this. They're not going to be able to, or they're going to wind up with guys that don't care, which are going to be low quality guys. You're going to tell me a quality guy is going to, is not, is going to be able to forget all this. <sighs> God. Okay. Let's go to number two. This is the same girl. Before we dig into the real meat of the matter, because we're, we're bringing on a simp boyfriend. It's insane what we're about to do. Before we do that, we're going to do number two, because we need to know the body count of somebody that sleeps with six guys in a night. Do we not? I do. Let's go. Number two. I usually save this question for a little later on in the show, no, but do you have a sense of how many men you've slept with? Yeah, it's not, it's honestly, it's not like 300 or anything. It's like, it's like 136, I think. 136. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Which is a lot, but sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so did you, uh, I have like a million questions. Yeah, so no, just it's, like like, it's to, a crazy thing. Like, yeah. That's people are like, what? Yeah. Okay. And, um, would you say that, uh, what, what's the most in like a week? Because you said six in a day in 24 hours. 
on, about like a week? Yeah, on average, it would probably be like, like if I wasn't like deep into it, like two to three times a week. But I was also like acting out. Like I would like. Uh, I like can't. I'm, first of all, do you see Brian's face? He's like, what? What? he was not prepared, I think, for this level of insanity. And he's trying to be, to his credit, you know, which I would not do. He's trying to be super polite. You know, I realize he's a guy on there. He's talking to a bunch of young women. There's a certain component of that that, that you have to tread carefully. But I wouldn't be tread so carefully. I mean, first of all, she's like, oh, it's not like 300 or anything. It's, you know, it's just 136. 136 people inside the 7-Eleven of her body. Can you imagine? Can you just compute that? Think, start, let your mind start to wander and start seeing 136 faces. Nasty! I can't even, I cannot, I mean, I'm sitting here talking about women saying it's shameful. You got a body count of 15. 15 at, say, 23. This girl is young and she's talking about 136 bodies. You imagine if she was walking around with 136 on her forehead. By the way, later on in the clip, she tells uh, she tells people that she lies sometimes and tells them she's a virgin. Interesting. So, guys, just be aware of that as well, that some of these girls lie. Right? Maybe you're not sitting at home watching the whatever podcast, so you don't know. You don't know that the girl sitting across the table from you actually isn't a virgin, and she has a body count of 136. And I'm telling you, you should be able to detect that based on behavior and whatnot, which is why I always tell you that if a girl is acting loose with her body, if she's disconnecting that sex from emotion, if she's eager to jump to the sack, if she's drinking, you can observe the vibe. Because then if she comes out and is like, I'm a virgin, you're going to be like, yeah, okay, honey, mm-hmm. And I'm a billionaire. Let's get to the next question. You listening? Okay. Where do, where do you begin with somebody like this, though? I mean, I, I don't even... There's so much course correction that has to be done. And can course correction happen when you're already at six a night uh, on some nights with a th- 136... I mean, a kid, 136 people. Oh, my Lord. Okay. I wonder how old she is. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to that part. But what, what would you say, audience? I mean, she's probably in her 20s. I don't know. I would take a guess at late 20s. Okay, so now I see some of y'all in the chat already getting in there. Oh, yeah. I see some pictures, too. Hmm, looks like a little, I don't know. Is that an M&M with pom-poms? I'm not sure. Anyway, a train wreck is now about to ensue. Are you ready for the train wreck? I am, because I saw it the first time, and it wasn't enough, frankly. Now, that OnlyFans girl we talked about the other day with the, the, the wig I'm hoping it's a wig. God, please let it be a wig. I can't believe somebody would dye their own hair that color. But she's on. And remember, she said that her boyfriend doesn't care. And she said that her relationship is monogamous because the sex work doesn't count. It doesn't count because, you know, you get money for that. It doesn't count. And Brian asked her, oh, does your boyfriend feel the same way? She said he does. Well, he's on the show. Let's hear from him. Okay, this is just be ready. We're going to stop and go through this. Let's go to number three at 26, 45. Watched when you were all, when everybody was going live. I did see all the hate comments. I did see what people are saying. And um, I respect people's decisions. Most of the hate comments were from other men, not women. Um, and if you don't want to be with a girl that uh, has an OnlyFans or has done porn or adult work, then don't don't be with that girl. Uh, we were together for quite a bit of time before she did all that work, and uh, and I will be with her even after because I love her. She's beautiful, and we're together, and and that's that. <laughs> so why don't we give it? Okay, pa- pause it there for a second. I'm going to do this through the whole clip because this is how it is. But can we all just reflect for a moment? Does that does that guy have a masculine energy to you? I surmise the answer might be no from a lot in the audience. That is a feminized man. Come on now. He is completely, like, he's sitting there, the voice, everything is, like, very subdued. Like, you're wondering, like, did she walk him there on a dog collar? I had to, somebody had to say it, it may as well be me. He very, very, very subdued and simpy energy. And I'm not saying he doesn't love her. I'm not saying he's not being, I'm just saying, does that, does that man have an authoritative presence to you? Do you think that that guy, if he wasn't comfortable with what she was doing, would have the capacity to be able to exert authority and say, this ends now? No. The answer is no. All right. Let's keep playing. Tuning in. Why don't we give it a bit of context? Keely, you've been on the past two shows. Can you push that cup into the table, please? Um, 
So that cup right there. So you guys are engaged. Yeah. Fiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have been dating for what? Four years? Five. Five, five years. Like mm-hmm. Okay. So midway through your relationship, you start doing OnlyFans, correct? Yeah. And then stripping. Mm-hmm. And then procuring sugar daddies and... Uh, Come on, man. Doing es- escorting or no? No escorting? No, just like stripping at the club. Stripping on OnlyFans. adult content yeah. with other men. That just to clarify. For OnlyFans, if they have yes. an OnlyFans and they're into that. but Okay. And then you also have like 10 sugar daddies? Yeah, it? I have guys that will just text me and just spoil me and send me 100 bucks or whatever. Just... Okay. Okay. Pause it like, for a second. Could you just don't take it off? Don't take the camera off this. Look at his face. Look at the guy's face. Does that look like? First of all, does that look like a happy man? No. Does that look like a masculine man? No. Does that look like a man that was dragged there for potentially by dog collar? Yes, it does. Come on. So now this is not just an issue of somebody who's, you know, oh, she's got an only, she's got the only fan. She's got 10 sugar daddies. She's stripping on the side. I'm going to say it. That is a man who does not have options. That is a man who does not have options or he would not be sitting there putting up with that type of crazy or he would be in it for the cash and wouldn't really care about her. And I don't believe that. I actually believe that he does care about her and you're going to see this unfold. And there's a lot that gets, that happens in this episode that we learn about their power dynamic that is a lesson guys pay attention ladies watch this i'm telling you there's a lot of lessons in this episode all right i'm gonna go to deli's throwing stuff on the floor in a fit of rage i don't know i don't know what's going on i think it's the wig that that girl's got on it's just it's making him crazy okay I want to get to the component of this. Is this a monogamous relationship? Let's go to 3331 and start there. Obviously said that you consider you to be monogamous. Yeah. Do you agree with that assessment? Yes, because she's not romantically involved with the other men. I understand the implication that it is sleeping with other men on camera and stuff, but that's it's more acting. Uh, so, you know. Other people would say that's cheating. I don't because it's not romance involved. Well, it, yeah, it may not necessarily so. it may not necessarily be cheating, but I don't think you can classify what you guys have as monogamy. And that's, because, that's totally because fine. We all have our own opinions, <laughs> but we're just doing it for money and so we can get a place because you know, like we used to work in grocery stores and fast food and we were miserable and broke, 400 bucks a week or something and could barely eat. And like, we both have an understanding. Like one day we were just like really broke and had a hundred bucks, like you said. And I was like, well, what if I work at this club? I know you and I think it's weird. Are you okay with it? I asked him permission before I did any of this. Oh, hold on. Nashu Nabu donated $100. This is my one simp post for Keely. Get a prenup before you get married. <laughs> okay, Don't stop. Now, the reason he's saying get a prenup is because, listen, this guy's not going to be doing this forever. I don't know about that. He, he looks pretty whipped. This guy looks like he's been deballed. I don't know how else to say it. He looks like he's just, he's lost. Is there a, like a low T problem going on? Something is wrong here. That this guy is able to sit there and now he's, he's validating what she's saying, right? She said, oh, no, we consider it monogamy. He comes in and says, well, it's not cheating. There's a difference. It's acting. There's different. First of all, is it act? It's not acting. In fact, at one point in this, they correlate it to like film and television. In film and television, let me just say, unless you're doing pornography, you're not actually having sex with the people. Like when you go watch, you know, the notebook and you watch the love scene, it's not actually happening, honey. That is acting. Okay. That's not the same thing as you actually having sex with other men. I mean, why do I need to delineate this? Are we, are we this brain dead in life and making excuses for what is and what isn't? Notice how he says, though, it's okay because she's not romantically involved. So now you got yourself a red flag girl who's somehow able to detach the sex from emotion on top of it all. Sit back and ask yourself, as a man, what's going on there? What's going on that she's so able to hop in and out of this and hit in and out of that? And I'll tell you what's going on with this guy. This guy is guilty. You see, you see that expression before that we showed? Guilty. You know why he's guilty? Because when they couldn't make ends meet, he didn't step up to the plate and figure something out. Instead, he's letting her do this. He allowed this to happen because it enabled him to take an easier path. Right? See, she's saying she went to him. He's not debunking what she's saying and said, oh, we only have 400 bucks a week. That's on you. 
man. You got to step up. Okay, you got to make something happen. I don't know if that means getting a side gig or whatever you got to do. And now you've allowed this to go on and you feel less than and it's, it's plastered all over your face that you're, you feel shame about this experience. And she's making you go to the whatever podcast to try to defend something that you're embarrassed about. And we can see it. Audience, can you see it in the chat? Do you not see shame on that guy's face? Come on. He looks like he, he'd rather be anywhere. Like take him and waterboard him instead of sitting there and he would be down to do it. Do you not see it? I see it. Okay, let's go to uh, now we've decided. <laughs> Can you imagine saying it's monogamous? I still can't get over that. Okay, this is the best. 3507, let's play it. Does the prenup make sense? Let me ask you a question. <laughs> if, if she were to sleep with another man, not within the context of creating adult content, would you have an issue with that? Yes. Yeah, of course, because that's actually cheating. But. No, but let's say she doesn't, she, it's just a one-night stand, she just wanted the fuck, there's no romantic component, there's no emotional component, she just wants to get her rocks off, whatever. I would you have an issue with that? I wouldn't. She might not, but would you have an issue with that? I, I would have an issue with that, yes, because that, that's not for the camera, that's not for making money, that's, that's cheating. Can I me. ask out of genuine curiosity, you said telling your story early on that you kind of willfully remain ignorant about this, that mm -hmm. you don't want to know what's going on behind the scenes, you don't mm -hmm. watch the content, you don't subscribe to the OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's intentional? Like there's a part of you that knows something is not quite right about that? I, I do think so, yeah. I think there's a part of me that is kind of a little disturbed by it. I'm not going to lie. Do you think that's but because really biologically speaking, I mean, I studied biomedical sciences, you can't separate the romantic emotional part of engaging in the most intimate experience that you can with another human being from solely the act of Okay, let's pause that for a second. Money. So first of all, do you see his discomfort? He's now admitting his level of discomfort that he's feeling. She probably, his girlfriend, did not plan on him saying that. And you will notice throughout this, what we're going to cover, that she repeatedly interjects. She's answering for him in a lot of cases. Almost like, you ever see those shows where there's like a little girl and the mom? Dance Moms does this all the time, and, and they interview the girl, and the mom steps in constantly to answer the questions because she doesn't trust what her kid's going to say on camera. She wants to kind of oversee, you know, that helicopter parent. You got a helicopter parent situation going on right there, only it's not parental, or at least it shouldn't be. So he's uncomfortable. He's telling you. He doesn't watch the content. He doesn't get involved in the content. He doesn't help her create the content because there's something a little sick about it. He's at least got that chip still activated. The problem is that his masculinity is no longer intact enough for him to do something about it and to say, this stops today or I get out. I'm going to figure out another plan of a way to make money. I am not comfortable with this. This is disgusting and it's not going to continue. Right. He, he, that, that chip, it's, it's been deadened. Think about like somebody who's drugged and they're like nerves get deadened. That's been deadened in that guy. Now, the idea of what that woman who studies biomedical science is saying, there's validity to that. There's a lot of truth scientifically to the fact that, you know, the instinct is to pair that emotion and that romance with the act. But people are getting increasingly deadened to that reality because of the hyper-promiscuity happening in society. So people are actually programming themselves now, mentally, intellectually, to separate the two so that they're able more and more to go into these situations. And even though it's counterintuitive, a lot of them are able to make that break, even though it's not, you know, it's not a full break, by the way. Even if you go into a situation in a hookup culture, by the way, there is some type of energy exchange that happens. Even if you feel completely in control and you walk away and you're not thinking about that person and you're like, I'm a master of this game, you're not. Because there is some type, some of it is physical and it's getting to you in some way. You can't be pressed up against somebody's body doing all this stuff. It's, it's very hard to completely have that not enter your energy orbit. That's just a reality. Uh, but increasingly, people are trying to program themselves to do that. And think about a society that's in decay that is increasingly trying to do that, right? Where sex was once something that you did in order to create another human being. It was intentional. It was with somebody that you planned to be have some longevity with. It was something where you could bring life to another person. That's the whole point of sex, right? Pleasure is a, a, a like kind of like a side angle of it. But but you know, procreation is the is the goal. It, not anymore. Now it's all me, 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 me. No, I don't care about you. You're just an object. Just kind of disgusting where we're at in society, to be honest. So he's uncomfortable about it, and he's afraid to do anything about it. Let's keep playing. I want to just keep playing right where we were, Deli, and just let me see. Uh, do you still have that up? Yep. Okay, let's keep playing. 
Well, that's the same thing because no actor, even actors don't want to watch their other actor if they're married kiss another person on camera. So it's normal to not want to see your other partner touching someone else, kissing someone else, engaging in sexual acts with somebody else. So. Is what? that hard then to see that escalate from... I can always quit. I mean, we both have an understanding that we're doing Okay, do you notice money. the dynamic here? This is what I want you to pay attention to. First of all, it's not like acting because she's, this is not the same thing. Again, actors and actresses, unless they're in pornography, are not actually having sex, honey. Sad that we have to make that distinction for you, but here I am. So that's number one. Secondly, look at the power dynamic between them. Do you notice how she's constantly answering the question? Does it not feel parental to you? It feels parental to me. She is, she's parenting him in a weird way. Like I explained to him that we didn't have money and I explained to him that these were the options and he's just like... Debold. Okay. Let's go to, um, I'm telling you, that's the only way to say it. You know what I'm talking about, Debold. I chop him right off and all of a sudden you, you know, not quite a man. You know how they do it to the dogs. Just saying. All right. Uh, terrible what they do to those dogs, by the way. <laughs> when you really think about it, you take your dog in to be like spayed, neutered, and then you really think about it. I had a lot of guilt about that after I did it. I'm just saying, think about it. I have a female dog. But you know, you just, just let your mind go there, pet owners, for a second, and you might make a different decision next time. Like maybe you won't declaw your cat either. Just saying. Side note. Okay. Uh, let's go to um, 4427. Let's talk about the STDs because that's an obvious concern, right? With all this going on? Should be anyway. 4427. The STD thing, is there a concern there? No. No, because uh, they do get tested for the industry and then there is uh, protection. Um, but most of them can be done with medicine nowadays. If she did get one of the ones that you can't take care of med medicine, that would be a concern. Well, sure. I mean, there's the treatable ones, but I mean... <laughs> mm -hmm. The non-treatable ones That's... would be a concern, yeah. Uh -huh. If it did happen. Visuals and super chatted 100 Yo, thank you, man. Hello, yes. Mr. IRS agent. <laughs> yes, that's them over there. Oh, shit. Yes, well, you know what? Look, we, we don't pay uh, a lot of taxes, but we still have to Closer pay to some. Mike. Some taxes you still have to pay, okay? This Only guy, okay, this guy's lost his mind. He's talking about taxes and this, that. I mean, what is even going on here? First of all, he's only concerned about the STDs that his girlfriend, fiance, might get from sleeping with another man if it's not treatable. So if she comes home with an STD and you could take a round of penicillin, he's cool with that? Now, do you see what I'm talking about, about a man who's lost his way? I mean, I don't... It's, it's to a level that you really can't understand. Now, some might say, oh, Jed, you're picking an extreme position. How many women, though, are now getting on OnlyFans? It's constant. This is like a new way of making money. Like, woman wakes up, says, well, I don't want to work at wherever. It used to be that women would go and get jobs at the mall, right? Like, when they came out of school, they were like, oh, I need to make some extra cash. Or now it's OnlyFans, 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 OnlyFans. Nasty stuff going on left and right. No self-respect. All of that. This is becoming increasingly commonplace. So you're going to see situations where these women are going to be with guys increasingly that are tolerating this stuff. That's why I'm talking about it. Because what used to be an outlier is no longer. It's no longer disgusting imagine oh the stds only bother me if it's one of those you can't take penicillin for i mean it's a kind of sickness going on in the brain maybe he needs some nativim where's my nativim i'm pretty sure you get, get tested in the porn industry not the only fans industry it's a completely different thing i mean I, how would you even filter that yeah exactly. i mean what this it's the porn industry has like an umbrella there's mm -hmm. unions involved it's, yeah. a, it's a different thing maybe she's telling him that i don't know and i would also love to know how does this only fans stuff I've never been on OnlyFans for obvious reasons, but how does this stuff happen? Like, are you renting an apartment? Are these people coming into your space? It's not like you're in a studio, right? Like a, a pornography studio where you show up and it's it's a legit job. What is going on? Is this a nastiness on this OnlyFans? Are they coming into your room? Is it like, oh, bye, babe. I'll see you in a few hours. I'm just going to, you know, have sex with these two yeah, guys. That's what she was saying. She's saying she only has sex with other men when it's OnlyFans models, like male models. Yeah, basically. and I want to know where this goes down. Is the husband out? Is the fiance out for a walk? <laughs> I mean, I could just start to, you know, I'm not going to vomit because that would be inappropriate on air, but I could. Right? Okay. Before we get to the other, I want to get to, we're going to start at 50 40, but I want to read the chats. I have a bunch in here. Christopher Huber, give five bucks, keep it up. This looks like a little dance in something. Is that a pom pom or weights? Oh, it's weights, right? Yeah. I do lift weights. I appreciate the bandana as well. John Bristol, good afternoon. Welcome. Ryan the Eating Warrior is here. She's a DNA collector. Oh, God. Ooh. Puffy Vegas. She's just talking about guys only. What about girls? Me? 
Who are you talking about? Rob Boudreaux gave five bucks. That looks like a guy who lives in his mom's basement playing video games. He, he lives, I think, I think that is his mom. Who you, that's, it's, it's girlfriend slash mom is what's going on there, sadly. Sam Saylor, you can tell the other women on the panel hate Top Sim. People figure it out because it's, it's, how is that appealing, really, in a man? You think any woman watching that is like, oh, that guy's a catch. You think they're writing in the chat like, how do I hook up with that guy? No, nobody wants to be with a guy like that. <laughs> Nobody. Said, I bet he's the cameraman. <laughs> Come on. I mean, nobody. Wa- you think really? Think about it. Does do you think there's people at home that want to date that guy? How many? Point zero 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 one percent. And it's, it has nothing to do with his physicality, by the way. Well, it does. Let's be honest, because so, there's a posture too. That any guy that's like this, no, it's a no. If he had a little bit of authority in his posture, that would be more appealing. But if he had authority in his posture, he would have authority running through his veins. He'd have uh, some testosterone in there and he'd be saying no to this girl making all this crazy OnlyFans content. <laughs> Grant gave five bucks. Hi, Jed. I went back and watched the doctor interview. It was good. You should have him on just to talk relationships. He hosted Loveline. You talk about Dr. Drew? I know Dr. Drew. We disagreed a little bit about the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Till Films gave five bucks. Thank you. Demise five bucks. Love the show. Been learning something new. Everyone. That's I aim to please. I aim to please. All right. I'm going to move the chats to 10 and up today just because I have some stuff that I want to get to. We're at 1236 and I want to get through this whole podcast because it's just it's cray cray. Okay. 10 and up chat. Deli, did you get that memo? So only put stuff in there that's 10 and up. Okay. Let's go to 5040. We've got her name is Keely. And uh now she's going to talk about what, how she would feel if the shoe was on the other foot. Let's listen to some of that hypocrisy roll out of her mouth. Let's go. 50-40. Keely, if he started in OnlyFans and started just like running through chicks like for content, would you have an issue with him like just fucking other chicks for content? Oh, of course. Of course I would because I'm already making so much money. He doesn't need to do that. And wait, wait, he's hold, mine. Hold, wait, he wait, can't wait, touch anyone. On. So. Whoa, whoa, okay. So, yeah. we've, un- we've unraveled oh. another layer here. So <laughs> if he Ryan. was making content, strictly content, no romantic, no emotional connection, you would have an issue with him sleeping with other women. Oh, of, of course. Like, because but, I'm the one making money and he doesn't need to touch anyone else. Well, I don't even want to touch anyone else. Listen, but like, Mick's a handsome guy. Yeah, but he's mine. So anyone he? touches him, you die. <laughs> Not literally, but, but you know. So how, why me. is it okay the other way around then? Well, because he, we both decided this this is what we're going to do for money. So if he wants to have me quit, I will. And he needs to find another job that's not what I'm doing. So, <laughs> Has your job given you any trauma? Okay, let's stop. Um, we don't job- need to ask that. It's obvious, right? The trauma is it's, it's on display. Okay, it's on display. So he's mine. He can't touch anyone from the girl who's sleeping with a whole bunch of random dudes on OnlyFans. You see, now when I, the reason I brought it up and said parental, because do you see that? Who runs that household? She does. She runs that household. Now, you think she's only running that household when it comes to her OnlyFans? No. That power dynamic bleeds out, shall we say. Every component of that house is run by her. Notice how he's silent that whole time, sitting there like, mm, like a declawed cat, right? Because she's saying he can't do it. So she says it's okay for her. It's okay for her to be out there. If he decides that he wants to do that to make a little extra cash, no, 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 he's mine. In fact, she says if anybody touches him, they're going to be trouble. Oh, I'm going to kill him. Not literally, but blah, 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 blah. And her excuse is, well, I'm already making money. So I'm fulfilling that role and he doesn't need to do it because I'm already bringing the money in. Okay, so what if he decided that he was tired of that? He should, by the way. Why don't these guys tune into my channel? Here's what this guy should do, Mick. Is that his name? Mick or Nick or something. Here's what you should do. Let's pretend your name's Mick because it's easier for me that way. You, you should go to her and say, you know what? I think the amount of money that we make is good. But I, I think you need a rest. And I think I'm going to do the OnlyFans for a while. And it'll be the same dollar value, right? You know, we won't lose any money. But I, I'm just going to, I feel like I need to get out there. See what she says. You see how fast that, that, that carrot top head would spin around real fast, exorcist style. Because she's insecure and jealous, right? 
So she doesn't, she's not really into this guy. We can all establish that. We can establish that he's like a, a little crutch, right? He's reliably unstably there and she could boss him around and he's, you know, he's a simpy and yes, honey. And, you know, it's like a guarantee that somebody's there at night to keep her warm. It's like a warm, fuzzy blanket, right? He's the warm, fuzzy blanket, but she's not really into him, right? You don't treat guys like this if you're really into them, right? And by the way, he has no appeal because his testosterone is now vanished. So she's not going to want to sleep with him. I'd be curious what their sex life is like. Brian should ask that. Maybe he did and I missed it. But what is their sex life like? Because I'm going to be willing to bet that she's getting a lot of her, you know, how do I say it? She's getting a lot of her fun out with other guys. She comes home. They're probably just sitting on the couch with a warm blanket and having some s'mores. That's the vibe I get from their interaction. Okay. Let's talk about why he's not allowed to do what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Let's listen. Uh, let's go to uh, 5159. Okay, so I have like a boundary. So <laughs> what, I was going to say, can I do? I'm very torn <laughs> on what I'm comfortable with because I haven't really decided yet. But I do mm. think I've, I've tried to get him an, um, a sugar mama because I have sugar daddies. Like, but he hasn't pursued it enough. And I told him it's okay if he wants to because like, but I guess. She, she definitely has a jealous streak where she, if, if I even talk to other girls who are just, I have no intention of ever dating or I'm not flirting at all and I'm just talking to them, uh, you know, maybe they're just someone at the cashier counter and they're literally just at taking my order for coffee, you know, and she's gotten jealous like, how that girl look at you and stuff? Like, why is she looking everyone at you like that? Everyone feels that way. Everyone no, watches she says TikTok. Everyone, well, okay, but I feel on, like that's, on, a, that's something she gets. And I don't get mm-hmm. that way when she talks to other guys. I'm not like, I don't think she's going to try to bone ah. a guy just because she's does talking to Does that bother them. you? It does bother me. I hate jealousy. I hate jealousy in a relationship. I think women, if she should know that I'm with her and just because I'm talking to another woman does not mean that I want to sleep with her. Okay, can we just pause this feel. though? Could this guy be any unhappier than he is right now? Cracking out of his show. Oh, yeah, he's starting though. You see, he got on there and he's getting like Mike Courage now. Yeah. You know, he started real like this. So now he's like, yeah, it does bother. Now he's having therapy with Brian. He's doing his therapy for, thankfully, for us all to see because it's wildly entertaining. It would be a shame if that was behind closed doors. You know what I mean? Then I wouldn't be able to comment on it. And we'd all suffer. Could he be any more unhappy? The guy's miserable in this relationship, but he feels he's been depleted. He feels like he doesn't have options. His testosterone is, he's, he, he's, he needs, you know what he needs? He needs to join some Hustlers University or something, this guy. He needs to go on in there, get a good talking to, you know, really get in the boxing ring, get some of that testosterone running again. And then he needs to go back to her and have a conversation like a man. That's what he needs. So notice how he says, what can I do, mommy? <laughs> mommy, what can I do? And then she says, well, I told him it was okay to do X, Y, and Z. It's a mom-son relationship. I'd be curious to see what his relationship is like with his mom. We often talk about the problems that when you see these problem women, what are the, what's their relationship with their dad? What's his relationship with his mom? Is, does he have one? But well, he does now. He does now. So he's not allowed to talk to girls at the supermarket, even just at the checkout counter, to say, oh, thank you. She's got all her, her horns twisted about that. But she's allowed to go and sleep with a bunch of strange men on OnlyFans for cash. What's the power dynamic in that relationship like? Any guesses from the audience? Anyone? Venture a guess? Okay. She's a little jealous. She's insecure. She's troubled. A little sick up here, right? There's stuff going on that's not good. She should, you know, maybe consider dealing with some of that stuff because this guy's not going to last. And you know how I know he's not going to last? Because he's getting that mic courage, right? So if given even a bit of a platform to express himself, which he probably doesn't have at home, or if he had really quality male friends that said to him, dude, like, what, what are you doing? What is going on in your mind that got warped? You know, if he had somebody that gave him some advice, somebody this wouldn't be happening. But maybe she's got him isolated from everybody. There seems to be some odd type of bubble going on there because this guy, if given the chance, would eventually be like, well, wait a minute. Why am I only speaking when spoken to? Why am I acting like a four-year-old? Hmm, is my you-know-what still there? Oh, it's there. I guess, is it working? I don't know. Okay. <sighs> Let's go to 5420. Now she starts to get mad. There's a little bit of tension that arises because now she hears him talking. She knows, uh-oh, it's looking bad for me. So now let me just start making him feel worse. Okay, let's go to 5420. Dally? We talk about all this stuff we're kind of talking about right now. Um, 
I think we just haven't come to maybe an agreement on it yet, and and we still have. Um, well, you tell me. You tell me. Feeling. I will quit this adult industry now if you want me to. But if you, you're always like, oh, but come on, babe, we need to make money. So it's more you. <laughs> we do need to make being money. Lazy, not wanting to do stuff as much. <laughs> oh my! As much God. as I love you, both of us got to bring in a little bit of money. Shit. <laughs> Wait. Um, so hold on. Just more on about this. the jealousy thing. Like yeah, the, yeah. that thing we can't agree I'm on. She on thinks it, it's okay yeah. to be. Jealous, I don't believe that's well, healthy. Well, you know, girls are more jealous uh, than guys. Do you I think what? that's just a relationship. Do you feel like your jealousy is amplified, though? Because as much as you say you don't care and you know that you guys are, like, committed, there is... Okay, stop here for a second, please. The, the crazy is just... <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a rabid dog when I watch this show. Like, I've lost all sense. I'm just like, to get to the content. First of all, does it make you uncomfortable that they're doing the couples therapy? Just like in public like this, because at first my instinct is to say this is really like a little weird to see because, you know, they really need to be doing this behind closed doors. But we live in a world now where people, you know, on TikTok, every worry, every concern, everything you're going through is so public. And frankly, it makes for good content. So I'm torn about how I feel about that. How do you feel watching it at home? Are you glad they're on there? You know you are. You know you're like with the popcorn. Like, Let me get just another round. Just go at it. You know. Um, she calls him lazy. There is a degree of laziness here and odd, just subdued energy from a man, right? Like I said before, he should be stepping up to the plate. He's not. And you can see that there's a bit of resentment. What is the lesson there, guys, is that if you're not bringing something to the table, if you're not out there working hard, if you're not figuring out how to create financial stability for yourself, for your woman, for your family, she's going to resent that about you. She's going to resent that about you because ultimately what she craves is that stability coming from you. There's going to now be a resentful dynamic. She's going to take on more of a masculine role. You're going to shift into more of a feminine role. That leads to a disaster in a relationship. It won't right itself in many cases. Um, this this idea that girls, she, hear what she says. She says girls are more jealous than guys. I find that to be completely untrue. Completely untrue. Men are very territorial when they really like someone. Very territorial. They don't like to imagine, like I always say, someone that you could potentially be with other than them. They don't want to think about somebody you were with other than them. They, they really just want to think like it's just you and them, you and him. Very, very, you see when a guy really likes a woman, you know, I can remember my mom telling me stories that she would go out with my dad when they first started going out. And if a guy came over, my dad would be like, just right in that way. Like, can I help you? Can I help you? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. You don't want to deal with me. So I suggest you walk right back where you came from. It was that kind of energy, which, by the way, is very sexy. If you really like a guy, if you don't like a guy and you're just using him for, you know, the sushi out that night, then you're like, oh, my God, he's such a misogynist. He's not letting me be me. Oh, so rude. The patriarchy is everywhere. If you like that guy, you're like, oh, he loves me. He's territorial. He loves me. You see how that works? Depends on how she that's a good radar, by the way. If she, based on how she responds, tells you how she feels about you. She needs to be really excited that you're protective and territorial over her. She's not. She don't like you. But man, is this not one of the most dysfunctional couples you've ever seen? I got to say, wildly entertaining to watch. Okay. I, I like my reality TV. What can I say? Whatever podcast is turning into my reality TV. Um, let's go to 5915 Delhi. Don't you want Mick to start an OnlyFans? I never said he couldn't. He can't. You said start you would one. have an. He no. hasn't started one. You said you would have an issue if he was doing BG content with anyone but me because I'm already making. All no, but the money, but that's so. what you do. You yeah, do yeah. BG content. I don't content. even want to do it though. That's yeah, but thing. you do content with other men, but he but can't do content like with it other or women. Do it, so. Huh? But I don't even want to do it. I don't. Want but to you touch do it. But you don't. Why can't he do it? Because double I'm standards. Hello. All the money because we. I'm already making. Don't you want double the money? Do you feel pressure from that? That you have to make all the money in the I mean, relationship? obviously a little bit because I want him to make money and pull his weight. But, I mean, I guess I just never, I don't know, he just doesn't make as much. But you you are refusing and... to let him do an OnlyFans. No, he can make an OnlyFans. No, 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 but, but he... with, with other women. Oh, obviously, yeah, because I'm already he's making money. He's young Burt Reynolds. But he's <laughs> already, I'm he's doing, young Burt. Oh, my is, God. He can't make an OnlyFans. And listen, let me say, okay, people. let's can't. stop. He's not a, he's not a, what's unattractive about him. If you really just look at the man, he's not unattractive. You know, he's not like a, a one. He's not. What's unattractive is the way he holds himself in the chair. There's something so uncomfortable about looking at a man who doesn't hold himself well. Is it Rolla Tomasi that talks about the frame all the time? 
a lot of people talk about frame. I know MLD talks about it. But frame is, it's really important. And it's really, a man's frame can be so sexy. He walks into a space like he is in control of his own body. Like the energy in the room is not going to get him. If it's good, great. If it's bad, great. Whatever. That kind of vibe, so appealing. So appealing. If he's got a commanding presence in the way he interacts with the woman who's next to him, if he has a commanding presence with the way he acts with a table, there's just something that, as, as a female, I can say it like draws us in. We're like, oh, because it feels sturdy and it feels like, oh, he's going to have a big old bear hug around me. My husband has that. He's got this very, which is why, you know, muscles are important. You know, when you got that, like those shoulders and it just all reads like, you know, sturdy, something that we can kind of lean on. Like, just see, I imagine myself being spooned. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I know I sound crazy to some, but you know what I'm saying? That guy just like sitting here, you know, he looks like he'd be the little spoon. Mm, nasty. I can't. So that's the problem there. Um, let's see what else. And also she flip-flops on this now. She says, oh, he can have an OnlyFans. Oh, he can't have an OnlyFans. No, Notice, he can have an OnlyFans if he's sleeping with her. But she can have an OnlyFans if it's, if it's all different types of guys. Let me tell you something about this woman, by the way, too. She don't like this guy, I told you. And if she stopped doing this, she would be miserable because all that she would be left with at the end of it is him. And he's not enough. She has distaste for the fact that he doesn't bring enough enough money. She finds him lazy. She's saying it. She's she, he's feminized. He is feminized. So she's getting her rocks off with a whole bunch of other guys because she's got a feminized man at home that's one allowing it to happen, two is not bringing financial stability to the table, and three has the energy of a small little girl. Over. Okay. Now, the reason I'm showing you this, do you see, guys, though, how that reads? If you walk into a room and you have that, do you see how it reads? Now, we've got cameras on this, on this, these people, but it's going to read the same way. You walk into a room, it, it's bad. It's, it's not good. All right. Let's go to 10604, the last one in that series. Do you want me to quit? I'll quit today. Oh, do you want her to quit? I've been wanting to quit anyway. Is, it, she, is this a whatever she, exclusive? She can quit when she's ready. Okay, but no, what, but do, what, what do, you do you want? Yeah, what, what are you, you going to do to make money? I would, like, I would like her to quit, yes. Well, you would like her to quit. Do you want her to quit tonight <laughs> on the whatever podcast? <laughs> 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 you want to make it official? <laughs> okay, we'll make it official. She's quitting. For real? Yes. <laughs> okay, then from this point on, what are we both going to do for money? Because we need to have a plan. We can still do OnlyFans. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. First of all, he says first when she's ready, right? He's afraid to answer. He's afraid to assert any type of authority. And Brian is like this, trying to pull this man's testosterone. Like, I know it's in there. It's somewhere in there. I'm going to get it out. Trying to pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it. And finally gets him to say, yes, she's quitting. Let me ask you this. If they're so... Um, into the OnlyFans, why don't they just do the OnlyFans together? If they're so into like the camera, this, that, why don't they, I don't know, why can't she just do it with her husband or her fiance, whatever he is, her boyfriend? You know why? That's not what she wants. Then she's got to sleep with him over and over and over and over again. Let me tell you something. If he put his foot down, he put his foot down and said, I have the hiccups, by the way, so that might occur. If he put his foot down and said, you're not doing this anymore and showed some authority, that night would be the best night of sex they ever had. Because he would exert some sense of dominance. He would prove that his testosterone was somewhere in there. He would showcase his masculinity and she would be all over that. All over it. He's not going to do that. Now he's like, yeah, you notice how he says it? She's quitting. Waiting to see how everybody feels about it. Kyle. How about she's quitting? It's done. It's over. Either she quits or I'm out. I'll figure it out. I'll get it together. I've got X, Y, and Z lined up that you all don't need to know. It's done. How sad that I have to teach him how to do this. Okay. Let's go back to the girl, number four. The girl with the body count of 136 comes back. That's right. She emerges again. And she wants to tell you that she is a traditional woman. Let's play it, Deli. 
If, if it, I will tell you this, if it wasn't for my body count, I don't go out to bars. I don't talk to other dudes, obviously, because I'm in recovery. Everything I am is like technically a submissive, traditional woman. You're, I not, just, you're not a traditional woman. Well, except, <laughs> okay, not traditional. But well, submissive. okay, yes, you did preemptively say, besides my body count. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, but, but because this, that's why I'm saying men's standards are like too, a little bit too high. Men's standards are too high. Okay, you hold this. About, like, Let's pause. Okay, first of all, you can't say, besides my body count, I'm a traditional woman. You can't say that, honey. You can't be like, besides the fact that I've slept with 136 people and at some point was, you know, sleeping with six guys a night, I'm traditional. You can't, That caveat doesn't work in the equation. That makes you not traditional among other things, potentially, but that for sure takes you out of the traditional woman club. How do you not see that? And this is the thing. Women are now being blind to this reality. So they're thinking like, oh, I could be feminine and I could do all everything else. But if my body count is high, guys just have to accept that. That's just guys being picky. No, it's nasty what you're doing. Guys cannot stomach women who have no dignity and self-respect like this and no respect for their bodies and are loose with their bodies with a whole bunch of men, it sickens them. They are not putting a ring on that. They're not. So you got to wake up. You can't be like, oh, I'm traditional, but <laughs> imagine, oh, I'm a traditional woman. I just slept with 400 men. I mean, what kind of psychosis are we living in? Oh, and I feel bad for her because she's recovering, you know, the sex addiction and whatnot. I don't know. Is that a real disease? How do you feel about it? Everything's labeled a disease today. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that word, disease. You know what I'm getting at? Okay, let's go to the chat quickly. Rick Bourne, give 10 bucks. This reminds me of the 1995 movie, Leaving Las Vegas, where Nick Cage's character, as a dying alcoholic leaving, living with a prostitute, Elizabeth Shue, it's okay until he has sex with someone else. There you go. Hit that subscribe button for me right now. Can you hit that like button as well? Hit subscribe Hit like and pass this podcast along to folks you know. We got to get over 200K uh, and we need to do it now. Make it happen. Okay. Rick Bourne also gave another 10. 1993 movie, Indecent Proposal. I love this movie, by the way. Demi Moore is married to Woody Asian and is propositioned to have sex with a rich guy for $1 million. She does, and it becomes a deep issue. How would that play out today? You know what's interesting about that movie, too? She goes with the rich guy. You've seen this Indecent Proposal movie with Robert Redford. She goes with the rich guy and she ultimately leaves him because she's in love with the guy who really doesn't have much money and whatnot. Would it work like that in real life, do you think? Hmm, would it? I'm going to mess this name up. Mazen Galiden. I apologize. I, my name's Jedediah. Everybody messes that up. So, you know, we're cool. Fathers should secure their daughter's future, starting with buying a home for her, regardless of her age, or if she is married or single, it's best for girls to stick with daddy, not sugar daddy. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know if all dads are equipped to do that. Um, I don't know if all dads are equipped to do that, one. And secondly, you got to let your kids go into adulthood, too, at some time, right? You know, they hit, you got you got to let, if you don't release your daughter to the world to she's not going to have a chance to actually find that guy and she won't be inspired to do so if daddy's taking care of everything right that's a so that's a tricky one in my view okay uh that's all we have in chat right now yep. right okay let's go to um i want to go to number five and uh, we have two more number five let's go to this tiktok this is too much tired of straight white men having the power and everything, you know? And it's like, we as women of color, as like students at this university, like we are very much capable of certain things and we don't have the same privileges that are offered to straight white men. And I've been hearing that from a lot of the ladies that I've been talking to today. Talk to me about what some of those privileges are that, you know, straight white men have that you don't have. Talk to me about that. Um, I think, I, mean, I don't really know. Have you ever experienced like a specific yeah notice how notice how she didn't need to go when she was spewing the feminist talking points i'm sorry too i wrapped that whatever podcast stuff up really quickly but you know it was time to move on but um yeah can you imagine so this is what you see all the time this is what i'm saying these women go through academia and academia is increasingly a man-hating you know enterprise and they go through it and they're told all of these things, you know, that white, 
straight white men are privileged and you know that as women or particularly she says women of women of color you're being you know degraded in society and you have less opportunities and all of these things so they they know to recite that point right and then they say that and when you ask really well, well how it's like deer in headlights like Burr, because they don't know they haven't actually thought about those things enough because you know what would happen if they actually thought about them they would say, well, that's not true, actually, because there's all sort of diversity quotas for everyone but those straight white guys, right? Like, there's like, you have to have this many number of women and you have to have this many number of people of this descent or that straight white men are just kind of like out there like, hey, I'm still here, you know, a lot of the time. That's just a reality. So these things, you know, this is like the, the gender pay gap or any of this stuff. You can have a similar conversation about affirmative action. This is stuff that's brought up and people don't ask questions. They just blindly swallow the talking points. And how stupid does she sound that run, flee in the scene, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Got to get out of there because she hasn't done her homework. So there's a lot of brain dead women out there that just have, have absorbed. And, and why is it a problem? Again, I'm going to repeat this over and over and over again. And this gets a little bit into the matrix, which is that the matrix needs these women. Why? Because these women vote a certain type of way. These women vote notoriously big government. These are people who will sign up for, you know, central bank digital currencies. These are people that will sign up for, you know, the climate agenda. These are people that will sign up for mandatory, you know, experimental injections and mandatory masking. These are people who will sign up for, you know, teaching, you know, uh, trans agendas in preschool. That's how they that's how they vote. So you have to keep them brainwashed in order to get from point A to point D of the matrix, right? The World Economic Forum relies on young, single women because they're constantly like, oh, it sounds like a utopia, what they're saying. Yeah, they're just going to track everything that we do because they, they want to do stuff that's in our best interest. Yeah, yeah. You know why they're eager to lean on, you know, big daddy, one world government? Because there's no man in the house for them to lean on oftentimes, Right. You're talking about single moms. You're talking about single women who are hitting the wall. There's no guy in there. There's no guy in that house to be that force of stability that they can lean on, that they can be dependent on. And by the way, that's going to say, honey, that makes no sense. And here's why. Here's why that's dangerous. That guy's not in the house. So they're all like, oh, big daddy one. Oh, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab can be the husband I never had. You know, he can manage things for me. It's happening. It's happening. They vote. You watch. You watch how many of them are going to vote in the next election and how it goes. Disaster. Disaster. Okay. Um, we're going to shift over to our last topic of the day. <sighs> Here's a little matrix for you. I know I've been skimping out on the matrix, but I have to do it because it's, you know, the world is falling apart and you would be very upset with me if you said, Jed, I know you were covering that whatever podcast, but the world fell apart over here and you didn't cover it. So I got to, you know, we got to bring diversity to the table on JB Live. Did you all see the trans athlete? Um, let's do that first Daily Mail link. Controversial trans athlete, 46, biological man. Hold on this screen for a second with me. Okay, that is the man in the middle. It's a biological male, trans woman. Look at the two women on either side. Do you see a size differentiation there at all? Do you see what's going on there? Those are the two women. And look at the guy in the middle. Stop the madness. Okay, let's read the article together. Tiffany Thomas, 46. So that person in the middle, 46 years old, who was born male, ended the Randall's Island uh, cycling race atop the podium, blowing the competition out of the water to snatch first place. Despite only taking up cycling in 2018, Tiffany quickly found success and has dominated competitions in the years since. I can't imagine why. She recently landed a place atop cycling team LA Sweat, where her oldest teammate is just 32. Listen more. Her frequent victories have caught the ire of some critics and fellow athletes who, to, who question whether Thomas holds an unfair advantage in women's sport. You don't say that that person in the middle, enormous comparatively in size and stature, a biological male, would hold an advantage over the two women on either side? You don't say. Yeah, that's called biology. Look at this. Look at the type of craziness going on. Look at the type of craziness that's going on. Okay. Tiffany's teammates, this is important. Listen to this part. Tiffany's teammates are all between the ages of 24 and 32. And this is how the article writes it. Daily Mail, I gotta love you. 
No, oh, I love you even though you censored me when I said that the experimental injection was not for everyone. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Amazing that Tiffany can keep up with them. Tiffany, who's who's 46, can somehow keep up with and blow all of these young girls ages 24 to 32 out of the water. And Tiffany only started six years ago. I mean, this really is just a puzzler of divine order, is it not? Why do I need to be the one to say that's because it's a grown man competing against women and it's unfair. There's an unfair advantage that you know why we can't talk about this because then we'd have to say men and women are different. Then we'd have to admit that admit that men are physically stronger. Then we'd have to admit that men and women bring different things to the table and are supposed to be complementing each other. And we'd also have to admit that this is all sick, what's going on. This is sick. What is going to happen to these women's sports? Well, I'll tell you. It says here in the article, the recent rise in transgender athletics also led former champion rider Hannah Arensman to recently quit the sport after she missed out on a podium place to trans cyclists. So this other woman had been working her whole life as a cyclist. Can you imagine the despair? She quit. She says this, at my last race at the recent UCI Cyclocross National Championships in the elite women's category, I came in fourth, flanked on either side by male riders, awarded third and fifth, she said in her retirement announcement. And she decided to end her cycling career. Do you believe this? In the second article, it goes into an explanation of that. That was a, what you just pulled up, guys. It said, I've decided to end my cycling career. My sister and family sobbed as they watched a man finish in front of me, having witnessed several physical interactions with him throughout the race. Additionally, it's difficult for me to think about the very real possibility I was overlooked for an international selection on the U.S. team because of a male competitor. She said it has become increasingly discouraging to train as hard as I do, only to have to lose to a man with the unfair advantage of an androgenized body that intrinsically gives him an obvious advantage over me no matter how hard I train. Do you understand what's happening here? Where are all the feminists? Dead silence from the woke feminists. They don't care about women. Feminists don't care about women. If they cared about women, they would be speaking up on behalf of all of these women in sports who work their whole lives, sacrifice day in and day out, training day in and day out to succeed in these sports and are now being beaten, blown out of the water by biological men who don't belong there. Where are the feminists on that? Agenda-driven liars. Oh, we love women. We promote women. You don't care about women. You don't care about women at all. So this is disgusting what's going on. Somebody's got to stand up for these, for these women. And, you know, I would love to see what's going to happen in women's sports. Fast forward five years, fast forward 10 years. What's going to happen? Is there going to be no women's sports? Who's going to want to do it? Who is going to want to, as a female, go through high school, go through college, make all of those sacrifices, train, only to get into a competition, finally work your way there, and you got to compete with grown men? What would be your incentive to do that? Talk about demoralizing, too. I mean, I can't even imagine. I ran track. I didn't take it very seriously, to be honest. I used to show up at the meets without any practice because I don't, I wasn't really into sports. I didn't really like it. I did it for like, oh, it clears my head to run. I didn't care about the, I wasn't competitive with sports at all. In fact, my dad used to yell at me because when people would come up on either side of me, I'd somehow run slower. I just kind of wanted them out of my way. Like, you go, it's fine. Just let me do my own pace like this. But can you imagine me running like my four by whatever? I used to do like the 3,800 or the, I think it was the 1,600 with grown men? They would have lapped me. I would have been like, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. That we, but do you understand the sickness of society that we're not having this conversation? We have to actually have this conversation with brain deads, with, with people as if we have to explain now, hey, it's not good to have a grown man competing against a woman. This is not healthy. This is not appropriate. And you've got people on the other side like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. As long as they took their, you know, puberty blockers or whatever they did. What are you kind of sickness? You, you know what? You can take your mental illness and you can shove it, but you're not going to infringe that upon me. No. This is sick what's going on. You've got to protect these women. Disgusting. It's weird how her teammates are fine with it, too. Like, you don't see them complaining at all. They're afraid. That's a good point that Deli brings up. Where is everyone? And listen, it is going to take the teammates stepping up. But these girls are afraid. They're very, very much afraid to speak their mind. They're afraid they're going to be canceled, right? That's all they need. You know, Jane, Jane Black 
comes forth and says, this is unfair. But now Jane Black is hated by media. Oh, the headlines, anti-trans, bigoted Jane Black. You know how it is, right? In the same way that, you know, Andrew Tate became the self-proclaimed misogynist, even though he never identified as a misogynist, media is going to write the story they want to write. So these women are afraid to speak up, which is why I'm sitting here doing it, because I'm like, write your headlines. I don't care. Write them. Go ahead. I'll wait. And then we'll cover it on the show and laugh and giggle. Hee hee hee. Stand up. Stand up for what you believe in before it's too late. Uh, is that all the chats yeah, we have? that's good. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for being here today. I'm going to be back. Hit that subscribe button. Do it for me right now, please. Hit that like button. Pass this podcast along to everyone you know. Also, remember, well, we have to do this to close the show, right? Nasty. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't, wasn't it nasty what I shared? Nasty. Um, Manect, I lowered my rates. I got a few text messages this week that I responded to, M-I-N-N-E-C-T. If you want to FaceTime with me, if you want to send a direct question about your situation, something's going on, you're dating a girl, you're dating a guy, something ain't right. Uh, I will give you my honest opinion. Uh, if it's health and wellness related, I'm happy to share. The, text me about whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, Bila.locals.com is a hub of my best supporters. Um, they're the first to hear about any new projects and whatnot, and there are several in the works, I am happy to say. And I did hear your messages about the background, I, that you don't like it, and I'm working on it. I'm on it today. Things will be a change in. I love you guys. Peace, love, and rock and roll. Go eat some steak. Bye.